Hey guys, before we start the show, I just wanted to uh, give a shout out to a few other shows that have helped us out. We're going to help them out as well. Um, we put in their intros because I know you don't want to hear from my dumb ass anymore putting in all those promotions and whatnot. So uh, we'll play them and then we'll jump right into the show. Ain't that right, Mitch? Yeah, that's completely right. Hi, my name is Sandra of the I Got Problems podcast. It's a show with two girls and one goal, which is highlighting problems of today and breaking them down to simplistic explanations, as well as educating those who may not be aware. It's an open platform for conversations on problematic issues that are either being discussed or ignored, and to bring further awareness through varied opinions and our experiences while offering possible solutions. We don't just call out these problems, we dissect them, discuss them, and then we laugh at our pain. So join us weekly for a new problematic issue like gender inequality, racism, pay gaps, colorism, relationships, and even sex as we combat one problem at a time. See you next week. (laughs) Yeah! Hey, it's Jack Billings of Jack Billings Presents, me and my neighbor Michael. It's a comedy podcast about neighborhood goings on. (laughs) Yeah, nailed it, bud! What do we do on this podcast? I don't know if you guys have perverts in your neighborhood. We sure did. We no longer talk about your broken penis. Did we talk about my penis? Yeah, we talked about it way too much. Huh. This is Carpool Shenanigans with Justin Mitch. A show about two friends telling stories and making history. With everything created and recorded in the car during our commute to and from work. So hop in and put your strap on on. Let's get weird. Hello and welcome to Carpool Shenanigans. I'll be your host, Justin. With me as always is Mitch Glasgow, who just got back from a search, I hear. Heard he's cut through jungles, swam through the deepest of caverns, searched old mummy runes, and I hear he found it. Would you like to tell people what you found? I'll tell them anyways. <laughs> <laughs> After years of searching, he has finally found what men have been searching for, the G-spot. <laughs> I have a question for you. Yeah. Why is there horse porn on your phone? Horse porn? <laughs> I'm jealous of horses. Oh, okay. All right, I'm just yeah. making sure. I'm just making sure. This payback for last week? Yes, definitely. Okay. Definitely. Yeah. So, uh... So, uh... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, there's this little girl. I, just, I guess just got a message. I guess that little girl pushed my little girl. Oh, is that why she was... Yeah, and was talking mean shit to her. <laughs> like all I can think is that uh, that Facebook video where that uh, that dad walks up and is like smacks the kid and they're like hey you can't do that and he starts smacking the parents and then everybody starts coming around and he starts smacking everybody <laughs> police <Cops>. officers yeah <laughs> uh, what can two little like was she four or five who your daughter my daughter uh, she's five five like, yeah. what no of- so sorry she's seven my son is five. Wow, father of the year here. Uh, close enough, you know. Mm-hmm. What what arguments did you have at five? Do you remember them? I, I don't remember any I argument. Like, remember any let me have the 
like the juice box. What are you doing, mom? I don't know. I I just remember one. I don't want to stop shit in my pants. <laughs> <laughs> but I wipe my own ass. I just uh, yeah. I remember one. I don't know why I remember this. Well, it's probably because I might regret it. So we had a kid who had a disorder of sorts, where his like his neck was all fucked up, so his head was leaning from like one side to the other. Like, it was permanently stuck to the side. Like okay. Like this, like, on his shoulder. <laughs> and I don't remember what he said to me to piss me off, but I told him that if he said some shit like that again, I'd hit him so hard that his neck would be stuck on the other side. Um, uh, it, uh, we were all young once, you know? Um, it's amazing how you turned out. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It really is. It really is. So I'm not a violent person at, at all. all. No. Not at all. Not at all. Not at all. Yeah. So you went after a mentally disabled person. <laughs> it wasn't mentally disabled. Physically disabled. Physically disabled. There's mm-hmm. a big difference. Oh yeah, yeah. I feel like I could have taken them. Yeah. Tomatoes and grape tomatoes. Yeah. I mean, they're totally different yeah. tomatoes. And it's just amazing what you remember from being. There. I also remember throwing a hatchet at my sister one time. That's another one. What the hell? <laughs> what the hell happened to you? <laughs> You know, we were all young ones. So. Dude, I got this story today. Yeah? From, uh, I'm going to shout out to a Jeremy Garcia. Garcia? Garcia. How does he have the whitest name and the Mexican name all combined? I think he is a little bit of white and Mexican. I don't, I don't know. I know he's, I think he's Mexican. I did, because I mistaken him for Indian. What? Yeah, I don't know why. I, I thought he was Indian because th- they told me there was a Jeremy over there that was Indian. He was a bigger guy. And I was like, okay, well, I was like, this must be Jer- the, uh, Jeremy. Well, his full name's Jeremy Chief Garcia. <laughs> <laughs> the second. <laughs> Anyways, one of the coolest motherfuckers there. But he told me a story today uh, that was honestly... Uh, not gratifying whatsoever so I want to repeat it but you want to repeat the story I want to repeat the story but I'm trying to think of like our audience level and how gross they can go well I mean we're pushing boundaries oh before you jump into that um that message I sent you okay I didn't have a chance to write down but we have another show we're going to shout out okay show is called continue watching it's uh, an anime, movie, and TV show podcast where they'll discuss and review the latest things they've watched from... That's why I figured you'd really like them. They do Iron Man, One Punch Man, which we fell in love with. Yeah. Um, Wild Wild West to Tiger King. Uh, it's available wherever you get your podcast, wherever you listen. Uh, once again, it's Continue Watching. I'm going to have to give them a listen because we're huge One Punch Man fans. Oh, huge. It, just the principle of it, just to be so powerful. And, and nobody knows you. Right? And every time he saves the day, they're like, like someone else gets all the glory Gets for all it. the glory because they were right there. And he's <laughs> like, I don't give a shit. Like, he done. And they, they do this build up to each bad guy. You know, like, hey, I conquered planets. I killed entire species off. Yeah. And then he just nonchalantly punches them one time. <laughs> just That's- one time, yeah. <laughs> he's like, hmm, that was pretty impressive. Uh, Y'all worry when he punched that one guy, he had to punch him twice, and he's like, hmm, okay. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Oh, God, what was it? He he punches one, and he just has this mental breakdown of, 
why the fuck am I so powerful? Yeah, it's like, <laughs> why? Why can't I just be regular? Yeah. Oh, good show. Hey, you got a story? Well, yeah, I'm, I'm not going to tell that story because there's like boundaries I need to go with with this podcast. So, it's, it's worse than... Well, I mean, is it something you and I would talk about? Oh, sure, that's shit, why, yeah. I feel like that's why people listen, is they fall in love with the personality. Oh, you want me to tell it? I mean... If I had glasses right now, you'd see me tipping them down. Really? <laughs> <laughs> you uh, want me to go there? So, once again, I feel like they fall in love with our personality. <laughs> if it's a story that I would tell you, I say it. Okay, uh, you would tell me in secrecy, not in secrecy, but with no one else around. That's about okay. Never mind. So okay. a different story. <laughs> <laughs> we'll wait till we have a better career with podcasting. Yeah, you know, we'll wait. More of a build up yeah. before we destroy. Because I was careers. sitting here going like I told him I was like he's like yeah you put that in your podcast and I said I'm going to he goes please don't and I said I'm gonna shout out your name to it and he goes please don't. <laughs> 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 that's one guy there's like two guys there they listen to our, our show and they love our show why and, why <laughs> <laughs> and and seriously they are funny funny you want to talk about some people to have on a podcast they would be perfect to have on a podcast I am going to invite them we could even do a thing where I can meet you over there, you can meet you, me you, and I. You got, they can hop in the car. You actually. got an Omar and you got a a Jeremy. Oh, so you got like a mixed bunch of races all in one car? They're both Mexican. Oh. <laughs> that was that was super racist. Yeah, I, I, apologize. I profiled the shit out of them. You profiled the fuck out of them. Okay, if I just say, hey, you want to meet Omar, like who do you picture in your head? What do you look like? We're not going there, Justin. Come on. We're not so going I'm there. I'm the only bad guy. All right. <laughs> We're going right. to let you finish off with the... Yeah, let me just dig my own grave here. <laughs> Speaking of graves... <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for leading me into that. <clears throat> All right. So we're, so I was like, man, I'm just going to do the podcast on um, inventions. But we did the inventions and then that whole audio thing screwed up. So we're going to save it for a rainy day because I was like, man, I don't really want to do that same shit again. So why don't I tell a story of like 10 unsettling real life stories that will haunt you? Yeah, just like Uncle Phil at the cabin. Um, That's a different, that's a different one for you there. (laughs) So it's like a top 10 for you. So, and I might have another story after this. It all just depends on how long this one will last. Um, so, yeah. You ready, amigo? Okay. It's just getting worse and worse, man. Number 10, a woman stuck in a chair for months. Was she fat? Well, you're about to find out. On February 16th, 2017, an uh, Ohio church volunteer placed a call to 911. Okay. He told the operator that a uh, 75-year-old woman had been caring for over a decade was not acting herself and seemingly refused to get out of a specific chair at her house. Okay. However, police were not prepared 
for the horrific scene that awaited them when they arrived at Barbara Foster's home in Springfield Township. Barbara, who at the point weighed 550,000 pounds. And lives to be 75 without a heart attack. (laughs) Do you not hear the thousand in there? Anyways, 550 pounds. Was found literally molded to her chair as her skin had begun attaching itself to the fabric. It seemed that she had been trapped in the chair for at least a whole year. And as emergency personnel removed her from the house, Barbara's bones started breaking because they were extremely frail. I can't support that weight. From the sight and smell of the house, it was clear that Barbara Foster was a hoarder with the smell becoming so strong that it reached the sidewalk before Barbara was rescued. So that's how they knew to rescue her? Is It smelled like complete garbage uh, almost all the way to the sidewalk? Well, the, 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 the person, the volunteer called 911 because it was like something was off. That was the worst volunteer ever. Uh, the Barbara's left leg was amputated soon after she arrived at the hospital. She lost 100 pounds real quick. But unfortunately, after a month-long stay in the hospital, the former teacher and animal lover died in March 2017. Did you say former like she ate him? Former teacher and former yeah, animal ate the, lover. Ate the kids and the animals. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get, I I could care less about my physical appearance. Y'all, you know, I'm, I'm married. Who do I gotta impress, right? But if I ever get so fat where I can't get out of a chair, you got my permission. Just come over, shoot me. <laughs> you heard it, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. <coughs> I'll even I'll write on a piece of paper like, "Hey, this is cool. I'm not pressing charges because I'm fat." I don't know legally if that's allowed, if you can kill someone at mercy or not. I'm guessing. No, it's definitely, I mean, you have, uh, no. Oh. Like, I don't think you could just walk over to someone's house. Because what statement do you have to back that up? Oh, uh, well, I guess give me, like, an energy drink. Maybe if I'm, I'm fat, I'll have a heart attack from. I mean, because, like, literally, you're like, please show up. Why'd you shoot this woman? Well, she said she wanted <laughs> she, to die. Yeah, like, she was fat. <laughs> Do I need a reason, really? I mean, and then they're like, well, we're going to have to arrest you. It's like, why? Do you not take my word on it? (laughs) Okay, that's fair. Number nine on my list is a suicide forest in Erie Silent. Is this the one in China or Japan? We'll find out, won't we? We would if you'd hurry up. (laughs) Now, the the fact that... Okigahara is a popular destination for both hikers and those who want to end their own lives and is terrifying enough. Am I correct? I've heard about this. In fact, it is the world's second most common destination for suicides beyond the Golden Gate Bridge. But the creep factor of this dark, dense forest doesn't stop there. It is not surprising that many believe... Uh... Okigahara, I'm almost tempted to say suicide force, to be haunted by the people who never leave it. Some also believe that there is a bird demon called Tingu that roams the forest. Tingu and various ghosts have been blamed for the, uh, for the fact all signs of human life vanish about a mile into the forest. 
But perhaps the eeriest thing about the suicide forest is that despite the number of hikers and hopeless, uh, hopeless looking for a solution, the place is completely silent. This had been attributed to the density of the foliage and trees, as well as the presence of lava floor. To test the theory, some visitors to the forest have let out loud screams, only to have them swallowed up by the thick atmosphere. Yeah. It is a crazy ass Isn't that crazy? Yeah. I was hearing about that, and uh, the site I got off of was playing it out quite a bit. Okay. So, like, you know, everyone who enters the forest never returns. Mm -hmm. People get lost in there. Can't scream for help because they can't hear you. Crazy shit. Hmm. They probably just take their ex-wives into there or something. Probably. Be the fastest divorce. They also have that circle in Tulsa. You heard of that? Yeah. Yeah, like the, they call it the center of the world or something. Center of the world, yeah. 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 If you get into it, it's supposed to make your penis bigger, right? Really? Oh, I thought that was what I was told. Well, uh, you're, so it's a circle and you stand in it, completely open space, right? And you can shit and it doesn't go anywhere. Like it just literally just vanishes. We can't take you anywhere. That would be crazy though, wouldn't it? You shit and it's just poof, gone. Gone. And you're like, where did it go? And Some poor bastard's like, why does this shit keep coming in my house? People in India's like, this is why this place sucks. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> and there goes our Indian listeners. <laughs> India. Uh, so fucked. Did you see I had to clarify on my <laughs> derogatory statement? Anyways, yeah. this is the only show where we actually lose listeners instead yeah, of gain them. Yeah, welcome to Carpool Shenanigans. Well, you'll turn it off right after. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! That should be our intro right there. That should be our intro. <clears throat> so, number eight on my list is an infection by the thousands. Okay, and this isn't syphilis, gonorrhea, or herpes. Okay. 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 In October of 2007, Brian and Susan Trost bought their dream home in Weldon Spring, Missouri. To their horror and dismay, the couple soon began seeing brown recluse spiders everywhere in their home. Once when Susan was taking a shower, one of the spiders fell from the ceiling and almost landed on her. She dodged it just in time and washed down the shower washed it down the shower drain. The trust filed a claim with their insurance company and lodged a complaint against their home's previous owner. This was after they had tried to deal with the problem by employing exterminators to spray behind the drywall and put down pesticide in the attic. These measures did not help at all, and by 2012, the house was literally oozing with spot literally oozing spiders. So they lived there. <laughs> I'm trying to understand. They lived there for what is it, six years? Yeah. Five years. Close enough. Five years. And they were like, ah, oh, you know, these spiders, we can deal with it. Yeah. The population of the spiders were estimated to be around 5,000. Yeah, that had to be a really badass house where you stay in it for five years. That dream home. It's my dream home, though, honey. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, but these brown recluses, every time I get bit, 
I'm losing skin. All right. <laughs> I lost an arm the other night, honey. Yeah, rent is cheap, but you. That's what you they... get for masturbating. <laughs> <laughs> when you jerk off, Jesus watches you. <laughs> so the trusts were forced to move, and their home went into foreclosure. In 2014, the house had been vacant for two years. But. Is that the ice cream truck? The brown recluse spiders continued to overrun the property. Is that an ice cream truck? Last episode, I talked about this guy. He's an old Russian guy. English is fucking horrible, but he knows his ice cream. Oh, really? Yeah. That's pretty cool. Like, I wouldn't trust around the kids, but <laughs> I trust him with my ice cream. The voices won't stop. No shit. Number seven. <laughs> Children often invent imaginary friends to deal with their feelings of loneliness or simply to enjoy a fantasy world of their own. Yeah, now we just watch porn. <laughs> they see and they hear their imaginary friends with an enthusiasm that most adults will never understand. Sorry, I meant watch Paw Patrol. <laughs> have you ever had have you ever had an imaginary friend? Uh, no. Really? No. I just talk to myself sometimes. Yeah, when did that stop? It hasn't. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it hasn't at all. Yeah. How are you today, Mitchell? Pretty great, Mr. Glasgow. <laughs> <laughs> Looking damn fine, aren't you? Yes, you are. Hey, Want to make out? Sure. <laughs> if you jerked off your imaginary friend is that masturbation or I mean could you imagine your parents walking in and you're just sitting there like <laughs> off to the side they're like what are you doing I'm shooting dice I'm shooting my my imaginary friend Bumble 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 Tom I don't know I'm trying to think of a name Bumble Tom told me I didn't want to stop you because that's going to be great. I was hoping you would stop me, maybe pitch in for an idea for a name. Uh, no, nope, but... nope. Bumble Tom it is. Tom. <laughs> okay. Now in our merch store, Bumble Tom plush toys. <laughs> Carpoolshenanigans.com, come buy Bumble Tom toys. It's <laughs> oh. going to be this... Weird bubble-looking guy with tiny hands. Yeah, to tiny hands, and he's he's Russian and drives an ice cream truck. <laughs> we're going to give him a face like he's always surprised to see you. <laughs> and the best part, when you squeeze his stomach, he goes, Would you eat a baby? <laughs> This is gold. This marketing, I mean... Uh, good ideas. I mean, there should be some marketing company that picks us up. Oh, for sure. Unfortunately, however, the voices that children attribute to their invisible friends often become far too real. It is estimated that at least 1 in 12 children persistently hear voices in their head. In 2018, 21-year-old Laura Molding told the BBC that she had been hearing voices since she was three years old why wait that long the voices surround her almost constantly and are a mixture of male female adults and children okay first off i'm going to tell you right now that's schizophrenia right there well not to be hearing it that long and finally come out i mean by 21 she goes you know what these voices are i don't think everyone else has them like i do 
As a toddler, she heard a lion and a bear from a beloved TV program calling to her, I'm coming to get you. Terrifying. (laughs) They repeated this over and over until Laura was terrified. By the time she was 15, her auditory hallucinations had become too much for Laura, and her mother took her to a doctor. (laughs) I'm glad you waited that fucking long. Good job. At this point, Laura was self-harming to try and block out the pain of the voices telling her that she was useless, no good, and that no one loved her. Laura Moulding was eventually diagnosed with severe depression that included psychotic symptoms such as hallucinations, delusions, disturbing thoughts, and a lack of self-awareness. All I can imagine is your five-year-old crying in the corner and you just go, what's wrong with her? I think she forgot to eat today. (laughs) Do you want a sandwich, honey? (laughs) Fucked up. Let me ask you a question. Where's Pe- Where's Pedro Gonzalez Lopez? Or Alonzo Lopez? Home Depot. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. You open that door. You just walk the fuck out. Who Who is Pedro Alonzo Lopez? Lopez? Are you seriously made Home Depot? <laughs> God damn. Jesus Christ. God God damn. <laughs> All right. In 1980, Pedro... Uh, I, I still can't get over that. Why are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> Anyways, it's all right. Is it? No, it's not. <laughs> In 1980, Pedro Alonso Lopez was arrested for trying to lure... A 12-year-old girl away while she was browsing through a market in Ecuador. This incident took place mere days after a mass grave of 53 young girls was uncovered in the area. After being taken into custody, Lopez confessed to the murders of 300 girls. His M.O. was to pose as a salesman who had become lost and needed assistance to get back to his office. He would then lure young girls away from their distracted families and proceed to rape and murder them. He told police police he committed the murders to ensure the girls could go to heaven. Shockingly, this monster uh, received a mere 16-year prison sentence and was released in 1994 after serving 14. An hour after being released, Lopez was arrested again for illegal immigration and deported to Colombia. You find that funny, Dustin? <laughs> well, how does he get in prison for so long and then get out and then they charge him with being there illegally? <laughs> how the fuck does that work out? Here he was convicted of a murder he committed 20 years prior. However, he was declared insane and spent some time in a mental asylum before being released again in 1998. In 2020, no one knows Lopez's whereabouts. He could be continuing his murderous stake unabated anywhere in the world. Rumors that he had died in vigilante style killing have yet to be confirmed. Yeah, that whole voice had me like, you ever watch the old crime shows? That's why I was kind of yeah. going for it. <laughs> I was like, man, I got to do a crime voice on this. Like, did she really do it? <laughs> Find out. <laughs> 
on 60 seconds. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Did Mitch really get caught masturbating in that car? (laughs) Or was it all some sick joke? Find out. (laughs) On five seconds. (laughs) (laughs) All right. How about number five? The Stone Baby. Stoned? Stone. Oh. In 1955, a 26-year-old Zahara Abolatalabib. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I fucked that name up. I'm just going to call it Zahara because that seems a little bit better. Yeah, it's a nice name. Went into labor and suffered for 48 hours before being rushed to a local hospital in Morocco. Upon her arrival, Zahara witnessed another woman dying in excruciating pain while giving birth. And this frightened her so much that she fled back home. While giving birth? (laughs) No, no. Yes, yes. When and after a while, her labor pain ceased. Zahara carried on with her life. She never gave birth and never suffered a miscarriage. She adopted three children and eventually became a grandmother. 46 years after her terrifying experience at the hospital, Zahara felt intense pain once more. Doctors took an ultrasound scan of her belly and found a mass. An MRI scan revealed that the mass to be her unborn baby. After 46 years? Yep. It was discovered that Zahara's pregnancy had been a ectopic with the fetus growing from the fallopian tube into her stomach. Because the baby was never born, it's basically uh, calcified inside Zahara's body and was removed during a four-hour procedure. Zahara became known as the woman who gave birth to a stone baby when she was over 70 years old. Yeah, you know, you can never really drop that, you know, pregnancy weight. Wouldn't you think stone, like, like walking around with a stone in your stomach? How could she not see that, though? You know what I mean? Like me, if I have stomach problems, I, like, feel on my stomach, you know, and... Yeah. Kind of... Wouldn't you not feel something inside? No? No. Yeah, I would. I would. Definitely. There's a stone baby inside of you. Yeah. If I gotta take a massive poop, I can feel that shit right there, you know? Number four. I feel like you're about to say something completely retarded. Starvation. Sorry, retarded's mean. Fucking stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Number four. Starvation led to cannibalism. Okay, I can see that. In 2013, a grisly new discovery was made as part of an ongoing research into the Jamestown colony. While recent evacuations have led to the discovery of animal carcasses consumed during the harsh winter of 1609, newly discovered bones told a horrifying tale of human dismemberment and cannibalism. The bones belong to a 14-year-old English girl. The bones revealed that the girl had been struck by an object to the head at least four times, which led to her skull being split in two. She also had a penetrating wound to her left temple, which is believed to have been made by a knife for the purpose of removing her brain and the flesh from her face for consumption. 
While experts agree that the young girl was dismembered to be eaten, it remains to be discovered whether multiple people cut her into pieces or whether one person was responsible for the dark act. I'm going to go to number three because I'm not making a joke about that one. What do you think would taste better, ass or brains? Anyways, number three, I don't want to work for Mickey anymore. Who's Mickey? Mickey Mouse. Well, yeah, he's kind of a dick. Remember our whole Disney episode that we did? Yeah, Walt Disney was... Fucked up, right? But Walt Disney isn't Mickey, right? No. That's just one of the characters they made? Yeah. Yeah. There are a multitude of conspiracy theories and dark rumors that swirl around Disney Enterprises. Shout out why Walt Disney. (laughs) These include hidden details of an evil... Of evil in Disney movies, including that Frozen is simply a distraction from Walt Disney's frozen head. You know that you know the head that is currently stored underneath the Pirates of the Caribbean ride at Disneyland? When people Google Frozen or Disney's Frozen, it now displays results about the movie and not the host of conspiracies about Walt's wish to be cryogenically frozen after death. I mean, if you look up conspiracy theories anywhere, like, the first things that pop up on Wikipedia, it's, like, the same five stories. Yeah. You know. Really got to search if you want to find some conspiracy shit. Sometimes, though, a real twisted events make these theories seem to just the tiniest bit plausible. For instance, in 2010, two Disneyland Parish employees killed themselves. One of the employees was a restaurant manager at Disneyland and had a wife and four children. After the 37-year-old committed suicide, a note was found scratched on a wall in his house. I don't want to work for Mickey anymore. So they were trying to unionize. The other employee (laughs) had thrown himself in front of a train a month earlier. The suicides have been attributed to a less than ideal working environment under new management, which has been making employees miserable. So they weren't willing to give him raises? Wait, did the second guy leave a note? Maybe it's a finished message. I I don't want to work for Mickey anymore, and that was actually his uncle or something. Oh, he's like, huh, oh, why'd he kill himself? Well, we need an excuse, and he just writes some writes shit out. Down. Well, I, I, I've never, I've had some shitty jobs. You've had some shitty jobs. Yeah. But I've never thought about suicide. As the way out? As versus, the way out from a job, like. You know. You could either put your two weeks in like a normal person, or... Just quit. Jump in front of a train. Or jump in front of a Fuck it. Yeah. I mean, that's a horrible way to die. I know. Just seeing it come down the tracks the whole time. Have you ever looked behind your walls? Uh, well, don't. <laughs> well, okay. You gonna tell me why, or are you just leaving it at that? In 2015, a family from Schuylkill County wanted to add some insulation behind the walls of a room in their Auburn house. I automatically feel like the name of that county just like hills have eyes is what I'm thinking. Schuylkill County. Yeah, I'm thinking hills Shuikill. have eyes style. You know. Incest-related Campbells. That's where I'm going with it. Well, they really weren't prepared for what they found behind the layers of drive roll. Mom's toys? <laughs> Several dead animal carcasses. Wrapped in newspapers dating back to the 30s and 40s. Kaji confirmed that they had made one of two animal discoveries since 2012. But nothing at the scale of the new discovery. 
and that the home inspection before they moved in didn't reveal any of the horror behind the walls. Removing the carcass half-used spices and other items from behind the walls have depleted the family savings as the insurance didn't cover any of it. The family looking for answers sent some of the artifacts and animal remains to an expert in, in Kutztown who told them that the items were placed inside the walls as part of a Dutch magic ritual to heal diseases. Did they ever get a cold while living there? <laughs> I mean, that's what I'm trying to figure out. If I mean, if they didn't get cold, I'd leave the dead animals in there. The Berzuzis have since started a GoFundMe account to raise money to tear out more walls to ensure they, there aren't any more animal remains tucked inside. Hey, can we do a story about some of these GoFundMes? Like, one chick wants uh, a boob job done, so she set up a GoFundMe account. You know what? I actually watched that on TV. Yeah. I did. I watched it on TV where she was like, and she had like, like, I mean, they were ginormous. I mean, ginormous. And she was like, yeah, I'm, she was addicted. To getting? Boob implants. Yeah. There's people who get addicted to like plastic work. But yeah, we should do a story oh, on like the weirdest GoFundMe dude, shit we can find. We should. But dude, I was watching on that show. There was a girl like it was like people what people are addicted to. And one girl was addicted to household cleaners. I'm not sure if I've heard something like That was I've never heard of it. I was like, what do you do heroin for God's <laughs> sakes? Like, what are you talking about? Yeah, do meth like normal. Like she people. would take comet. Put it in her hand, comet. Put it in her hand, lick her finger, touch her palm with the comet, and then take it in. Would she just break down lines of comet? That's what she was practically like. I was like, what are you doing? Like, what are you doing? And I was like yelling at the TV, and they're like, what's wrong? And I'm like, this bitch is eating comet. Like, what are you talking about? Like, what is going on? She's drinking a whole thing of Ajax for breakfast. Like I just don't, I just don't understand. She's like, mmm, 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 bleach. Like <laughs> I feel my insides melting. I just didn't understand. Like, like she sees her kids sniffing for breeze. She's like, wow, is that what we're starting with like, nowadays? I don't understand. Like maybe she hasn't found drugs, and I'm definitely not saying drugs are the way to go. Definitely, well, you know how I am which about one's drugs. Cheaper, but, right? But. <laughs> Well, I don't know, comment. I mean, come on. I mean, you would think like. Well, I could pay fifty bucks for cocaine or three bucks for it. <laughs> or I think a comment. And my thing was, was does she buy the name brand? Does she buy the off brand? Like, <laughs> see, these are the stories we got to do. These are the answers that people want. Listen, I could, I couldn't understand it. I was like, uh, and I was just like, and her daughter was like, I just don't understand why. And I'm like. Don't understand why? What do you mean? Like, she was like, and her daughter was like 20-some years old. And I'm like, take her to the goddamn hospital. She's dying. Like, give her, like, bring home meth for her or something. Yeah. Like, if she wants to die, like. <laughs> then she goes, I brought her Great Value brand one time and she beat me. <laughs> when I was a little kid, she told me to go to the store and buy cleaning supplies. And I bought off-brand shit. So I got my butt whooped. <laughs> oh my I just didn't understand. Number one on my list is Serial Killer Lair. In March of 2014, Katrina signed a lease on her North County ranch house. 
Her landlady was Sandra Travis. A few months after moving in, Katrina was watching a documentary on serial killers with a friend when they both suddenly sat up straight and looked at each other in alarm. The house being featured in various crime scene photos on the TV screen was the one was the very one they were sitting in. <laughs> Holy shit! Fucked up. Hey, hey, is that my couch? <laughs> <laughs> Honey, look, you're sitting right there on the TV. <laughs> what, the, what the fuck? Anyways, the house Katrina was living in previously belonged to serial killer Murray Travis, son of her a son of her landlady, Sandra Travis. Murray had built had built several torture chambers in the basement of the house and kept corpses there. Katrina immediately went to Sandra and demanded she be let out of the lease. <laughs> let out of the lease? I'd be like, um, I'm out. Fuck your lease. <laughs> Take me to court. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> like, I'm out. Sandra was unwilling to release Katrina from the lease until the St. Louis Housing Authority intervened. Only then did she agree to rescind the... <laughs> so my son killed a few people in the basement. Yeah. Come on. Like... Uh, no, no. Those are paint stains. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just don't understand that one. I feel like, if anything, that's a selling point for the house. I, right? I guess. No, that's not a... How many psychopaths just buy houses because that's where a serial killer did one of his murders. You know what I mean? Like, like you're talking about another serial killer buying another no, serial killer? No, no, killers. like the fan... There's fan people. Yeah? Well, that's weird. Yeah. But, like, it's like they use this baseball bat, so they buy the baseball bat just to be fangirls. I, okay. I mean, yeah, well, I understand that, but still... Murray Travis killed himself before he could be charged with the murders of at least 17 women. Yeah, think about that. Think about that. That's fucking crazy. Well, that was the top 10 list. I hope everybody liked it. If you didn't like it, fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) See, uh, here's, think about this way. I might make Home Depot jokes, but you tell all the listeners to go fuck themselves. Well, you know, <laughs> I think there's a big, I mean, big. What do you mean? Difference. Uh, would you rather like someone come up to you and call you a punk ass cracker, or tell you to go eat a dick? I mean, either one isn't too bad. I guess it is about the same. Yeah, I mean, it ain't too, too bad. Anyways. Anywho. Anyways, my li- my my co- my host. Co-host. See, I've, I don't know where to call host or co-host because we recreated it. So I've been trying to call us co-creators. But oh. for the intro, it's difficult to get. My co-creator? I don't know. Yeah. You're so the host. Like, well, whoever's telling the story is the co-host. So the one that does the intro is the host, right? Like the Usually in most, in most, like the host actually tells the story. I'm a lazy piece of shit, so. <laughs> well, you do most of the actual <laughs> shit. If you guys like that story, because I actually thought that was really funny. Oh, yeah. That was like, that was like one of our best ones, I think. 
Yeah, it was pretty creepy. It was pretty creepy, but like not we just the story, but broke walls. down walls, racism. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I think there was a little bit of masturbation in there. We threw in previous episodes. I mean, I yeah, like... I think it was a pretty good episode, and I think you guys should listen to it. Five stars, please. Five stars. I mean, I hope they listen to it. They've been listening to it. That's true. I guess if they're listening to it now. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Five stars on Apple iTunes. Okay, go there. It's it's really not. We we just need that to bump in and into the ratings. We want to get up there. We want you guys to actually support our podcast. You know, with with our ratings. And we have a lot of listeners, so I don't know why the fuck you are not rating our show. Anyways, so on to support, uh, I'm working on our Patreon page. Okay. Um, there's going to be different tiers, of course, different amounts of money. I think it starts out at three. Okay. The one on Anchor, I think it'll let you do it for 50 cents, but the website I'm setting up starts at three. That's the lowest they let me go. Okay. I'll work on that. Right now, it looks like a total mess, but it's patreon.com slash carpool shenanigans, all lowercase. Okay. Yeah. Go check that out. If you want to support the show, you're like, hey, the, your audio is terrible. Or, hey, why aren't you guys doing videos? Because I want to see Mitch's sexy face. Yeah. You know. Mitch always talks about being naked. Why isn't he? Why can't yeah. we see it? Yeah. All lies this whole time. I just don't understand. You do not want to see that. I might. So patreon.com slash carpool shenanigans. Go check it out. If you want to support us. The people that do automatically get a shout out right out the gate. Right? Yeah. Oh, definitely, yeah. definitely. But I take five stars. Yeah. Because well, that gives us sponsors. The more, the more ratings you guys give us, the better the sponsors. Now, we, whether you donate to us or not, it's fine. Listen to our show. Just give us, just, just give us that opportunity to catch your attention because that's what we want. And we've came a long way. I got a better microphone. You know, we've we've improved on our comedy a little bit more, and our stories we've improved a little bit more. So the whole format, putting the show together. Oh yeah, it's taken a long time, but if you listen to our first show, which apparently there's a lot of people that's listened to our first show, and then go to the no, show no. now, fantastic. No difference, not oh, man. fantastic. So, and eventually, when we get good enough. We'll probably just scrap all these and keep it for the Patreons. Yeah. People that help us out and just start off fresh. If you, know you guys I mean? donate, we'll make sure that we do something separate, like a video. Video. Like, only our Patreon members will get to, inter- like, not interact, but watch us yeah. do um, live videos of the of the show that we do right now. And we'll also send dick pics. Well, you know, I mean... Sure. Anywho. Anyways, guys, thank you for listening to our show. Um, I, I hope you keep listening. and yeah. uh, Tell your family, friends, so they can hate us as well. Right, our show. All right, so uh, sign off. I'm working on a new signing off so we can quit being so awkward. Mine's just peace. Peace? Peace. Okay, that's decent, I guess. Peace among worlds. All right, I'm Justin. He's special needs. We'll see you guys next time. Peace out.